good morning, everybody. I can't be too loud today. Uh, my wife's sister is visiting, and it's 4.56 in the morning here on Tuesday, March 8th. But good to be here. Good to be here with you. Confession, you know, this weekend I dropped the ball. I'm finding that one of the things that causes me to relapse is an activity that you know, I always got high for. You know, it's just like a pattern. Like, for instance, I went out this weekend... I was looking for shed antlers. It's something you do when the snow starts to melt. Every uh, you know late winter, bucks' testosterone drops, and as a result, their antlers fall off. And those antlers are out there for the taking, man. If you don't get it, somebody else will. And also, the critters will get them and take them. So I'm out scouting, looking for a new place to hunt. And sure enough, I do find a big old deadhead. It's a, a deadhead is a term used when you actually find a deer carcass like a or a deer skeleton. And the head still has the antlers on. And it was a slammer. It was a three-and-a-half-year-old. Deer get much more mature. After two-and-a-half, they go from like a six-pointer. Bang! All of a sudden, they're eight-pointer, ten-pointer. And so whenever I used to get go out in the woods for either a scouting trip or for a hunting trip, I'd always get stoned. And sure enough, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful day on Sunday. And I'm getting ready to go out. And so what do I do? <laughs> I get stoned. I got. I thought I was going to be strong enough to resist the, the bud that's in my back bedroom. It's really a buddy sweet. I want to make sure he gets a chance to smoke some of it because we grew it together. But man, I fucking broke down, and uh, I'm just trying not to beat myself up too much. You know, yesterday was Monday, totally clean. You didn't hear from me because I'm still trying to navigate my family, and this potential move. You know, to my grandmother's house, and how do we get it? How do we acquire it? They want an outrageous number for it, and, you know, we're not going to be able to afford that, so that's definitely consumed my time, also report cards were due, and I got in a lift yesterday, so making positive changes, you guys, I'm, I'm finding that discipline in one area begets discipline in another, uh, and then when you slack off in one area, all of a sudden everything else falls apart, <laughs> it ties back into meditation, what we talked about yesterday, or the last time, I should say, in the idea that, you know, when you're meditating, you're resisting either cravings, cravings or aversions you know that could come in pain that could come in positive tingly sensation um, it could come in the screaming of your mind and so that that is just a muscle and it's a muscle that once you work it can be applied to any area and so yesterday was cool I got a second workout in I went to the gym with my assistant principal and so we're on a new weightlifting routine I think my back is finally in a place where I can pull that off and, and that was awesome. You know, I think that's going to be a real kick in the butt. It's going to cause some explosive growth, assuming I can stay healthy and not be too aggressive with it. But more importantly, it's a it's another opportunity to socialize, and it's another opportunity to be with a guy I have a lot of respect for. And you need those role models in your life. You know, you need people that inspire you. I think it's hard because the lone wolves, um, those are the most hungry, awesome people. Like, they're on their own. You know, they're running their race and everybody else is just kind of in their wake, you know, just following along. And I definitely have some friends that just follow me. Um, I don't have, I don't know, I don't have many that I follow um, in terms of men. <laughs> you know, the ones that I that I want to are too busy taking care of their family. So anyway, I want to give a shout out here. Uh, man, we've got a fair bit of listeners. Like this is, I don't know, it's gaining a little traction, I guess, so... Um, I want to shout out to Auckland, Baltimore, Maryland, Paso Robles, California, Indianapolis, Indiana, 
Texarkana, Arkansas, Aldershot, New Hampshire, Slotin, Zurich, Craig, Colorado, Durango, Colorado, Toronto, Ontario. So those are some of the people, some of the folks that have been listening to the last five episodes. And if you're out there and you're struggling in your journey, I just want to say you're not alone. Uh, we are all in this together. And it, it might kick you one day, but it maybe the next day it won't. And so that's all you can do is just try to be better. And I, I can't tell you mentally like what's going to get you out of there. David Goggin's book was all about like putting post-it notes on your mirror and, and getting the reality check like you're fat or you're lazy or you're this or you're that. And that might work for some people, and that might work sometimes for some people. It definitely works for me sometimes. Um, but maybe there are other moments where you need to recognize that you can be forgiven for your sins. You can be forgiven for your past, and that it doesn't define who you are because the rest of your life is moving forward. If you want to know about the type of guy I am, uh, I might tell this story again later when I can be a little louder. But <laughs> when I first started drinking, you know, everybody around me was drinking these craft beers, you know, and they were, they were wicked potent, because I started drinking pretty late, like, I was like 20, 21, and so, you know, I'm drinking, at the time, like, Keystone, and all this weak-ass shit, and so, to get in that crowd, the crowd of people who were drinking the real stuff, I would buy Arrogant Bastard Ale, it's an American Strong Ale from Stone Brewing, out of California, and everything Stone makes is is hard, you know what I mean, it's aggressive, it's a punch to the taste buds, um, very, very strong beer, all of it, you know, 8% or more, and what's funny about Arrogant Bastard is on the can, it's like, you're probably not going to like this beer, <laughs> it's it's too good for you, well, the reality is you're not going to like it because it's a kick to the face, it's super duper hoppy, super duper potent, and so the type of guy I am, and I'm trying to learn how to drink, and be able to drink with all these, what I thought were cool kids, I drank that shit like three or four times a week for a month. I just pounded it, and it was awful in the beginning, but I just kept drinking it, drinking it, drinking it. I was a big weightlifter at the time. My buddy and I would go to Burn Dairy, go in there, buy an arrogant bastard, come out, sit in the driveway, and just pound it. You know, a couple of jack dudes like crossing their eyes and shuddering because it was so strong and so gross. But I got to tell you, by the end of that session, of uh, drinking all those ABs, whoo, everything else after that was like water, and I got over the hump, all of a sudden, there's no alcohol that's too strong for me, too hoppy for me, anything, I can, I can literally drink anything, um, well, sours, I guess, sours are kind of new, and I'm not really into the sour, but that, that's the kind of attitude I have, that's the kind of mentality I have, go hard, go home, and it, it, it's done good things for me, and it's done, it's done terrible things for me, and uh, I think another personality trait that I'm struggling with is when I feel like, okay, this is it. Today I'm going to quit. I feel like I got to get it all in while I can. You know, I got to get extra, extra stoned. And what it did was it created this vicious, like, two or three week cycle for me where I'd be smoking only a little bit because I'm like, okay, cool. I smoke weed. It's no big deal. And then it's, oh, I got, I'm going to quit. So then it's, okay, I'm going to ramp it up, ramp it up, ramp it up. Oh, today's my last day. Well, I'm going to get fucking blitzed. And I got to tell you, man, my I don't think my brain cells really recovered from some of those sessions. I, I do think I did some damage from the most really, really aggressive smoking sessions. I'll also tell you this. Even though I broke down this weekend, right, I cracked. I had five days before that. And prior to that, I had broken down. I was on vacation. 
But then I'd had another... Hang on, i got to move the calendar. But then I had another five-day streak. And then before that, I had a six-day streak. And then I had a every other day. You know, that was uh, the beginning of February. And so, since I made this decision again, to really be, to really pursue this, to make it happen, to to improve my life, because it's the most important time of my life. I don't know where you guys are at in your life, but it seems like the next six months to me are so critical. Like, if I can kick ass and take names for the next six months, the rest of my life is going to be so much better, so much better. If I have all my mental faculties, if I'm able to look people in the eye, because that's what I'm struggling with when I smoke. I can't look people in the eye. And so, what I'm saying is, even though I've been fucking up, the vast majority of the time so far uh, has been sober, or uh, at least without weed. And I, I drink like once every two weeks, you guys. I'm not, I'm not a big drinker because I'm such a jock. And it's easier to bounce back. You know, I was at work yesterday uh, typing in report cards, and even though I had smoked Sunday, I was still ripping it out at work. I was still doing well. I still managed to reach out to our strength and conditioning coach and offer an injury prevention workshop workshop for student-athletes, something I had put together last year. I was still able to reply to a middle school science teacher about an extra field trip for our kindergarten class um, as it relates to his master's teaching course that he's in. Like, in the old days, if I were to take, like, one sober day, like, it wouldn't really mean much, you know, because I had blitzed so many brain cells leading up to that. But it just... The ball keeps rolling. The ball keeps rolling. The ball keeps rolling. And I would encourage you to stick it out. It's working. It's 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 working for me. It's happening. I can feel it. Uh, it's, it is my reality. I'll keep it short this morning. Uh, I'm going to go downstairs, wake up the sister. She's going to come up, sleep in bed uh, upstairs, and then I'm going to start my morning routine. One of the reasons I do that morning routine, and I will say this for you, uh, morning routines, from what I have learned, I've studied this for a long time, they're the best way to set your day up for success. And one of the primary reasons is because your brain doesn't have to make decisions. You want to avoid major decisions for your brain as long as possible. So that means things like making the coffee the night in advance. You don't have to pick what coffee. Picking out your clothes the night in advance. Meal prepping. Taking care of all that. And so that way you go downstairs, you press the button on the coffee. You know, you pull your lunch pail out of the fridge, you come upstairs, you put your dress clothes on, and you're ready to go to work. Like, it's smooth. And the other thing is, you can't predict the future. I think the biggest takeaway I have about morning routines is that you have no idea what your day holds in store. And that's one of the big things about meditating, right, is you got to live in the moment. You can think to yourself, oh, when I get home from work, I'll do this, X, Y, Z. Life happens, man. I'm, I'm living it right now. All of a sudden, I get a phone call from my uncle or a phone call from my aunt. Hey, we need to talk about this. Hey, we need to talk about that. There you go. Half an hour's gone. 40 minutes gone. Oh, your car has, has a flat tire. Oh, uh, you're out of gas. Oh, uh, your dog you know, hurt themselves. Oh, uh, it's just stuff happens. You can't predict it. It's outside of your control. And rather than be stressed out about it, just control what you can. Control yourself. And so the mornings is the best time to get that kind of stuff in. I should have meditated this morning. I didn't. I gave into some cravings. I freaking looked at porn. It was fucking dumb. Um, and it doesn't surprise me because I had gave into the weed over the weekend. Like, these two things are linked for me for some reason. Um, like, my crave, my like pornography craving and my marijuana craving. Um, 
But what I am going to do is go downstairs and I'm going to freaking do my yoga. And then I'm going to freaking do my back PT. Why am I doing the yoga? Well, because I drive a lot. My hip flexors are super tight. My shoulders, when you drive a lot, your pecs start to tighten up. Your shoulders round down. They round in. And so that yoga with that overhead stretching and then the, the idea of your femur, you know, the upper part of your leg extending behind you, behind you stretching that iliopsoas, stretching that uh, tensor fascia lata, the TFL. Like that is so amazing for you. And stretching the calves when you're driving, your calves really get tight. Um, it, it adds up, man. And I can tell you, I can get downstairs in the morning now without having to put my hand on the banister. I can literally just walk downstairs 5 o'clock in the morning when, in theory, all my joints are rusty. It's awesome. Um, why do I do back PT? Because I have an injury. And because it won't ever get better. I have a bulging disc. It will never, ever get better if I don't do the work. Like, that's the cold, hard truth. And if you got something in your life that will never, ever, that that's an injury or, 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 or something that's hanging over your head, a job that hasn't been done, it won't get done unless you do it. It ain't going to happen. Nobody, mommy and daddy ain't going to come along and, and, and take care of it for you. You know, your wife's not going to show up one day and be like, here, I'm going to, I'm going to really do X, Y, Z for you. No, you have to do it. That's life. You get the same 24 hours. I was listening to some motivational speeches. Um, I don't remember if it was over the weekend or Friday, but it's like, we all get the same 24 hours. Apple CEO gets 24 hours. Jeff Bezos, 24 hours. Me, 24 hours. What are you going to do with it? And so I do the back PT. I shoot my bow. Shooting my bow every day is key, man. Whatever skill it is, whatever hobby you're into, every day getting those reps in, it's so good for your nervous system. Way better to do it for five minutes every day than 50 minutes one day. Okay? Your performance is going to skyrocket if you continue every day after a sleep cycle, every day, going through the, going through the motions, getting that CNS, that central nervous system trained up. Um, and then I'm going to train my feet because I got big, fat, flat feet. And uh, I'm trying, I've been transitioning to a four-foot strike as a runner. And i got to tell you, the proprioception has really helped me in the woods, too. It's helped my stability in the house when I go to spin and reach for something. But it's also helped me in the woods. And I, I want to be a badass hunter. You know, I want to be able to go out there, feel confident I'm going to harvest a deer. I want to be able to feed my family. We eat a lot of venison. So ain't going to happen unless you do it. Have the morning routine. Have some discipline in your life. That discipline builds into other discipline. Now all of a sudden, here I am. I'm now working out a second time. Now I'm working out after school. Didn't think that was possible, and it certainly never would have been possible uh, with all my injuries if I did not do this morning thing to take care of it. Um, so, hey, let's go ahead and transition, everybody. Uh, Bucky Sinister said, Your best days are ahead of you. The movie starts when the guy gets sober and puts his life back together. It doesn't end there. And our Bible verse of the day, Psalms chapter 25, verse 9. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.